That's right, bitches. I fucking told you that Manic Mondays were going to happen, but you didn't listen to me. You said, oh, he's just telling one of his wink stories again. Ha 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 ha. Just fucking kidding. Here we are. And guess what? I brought Billy the Beard with me. On day. Get out of my synagogue. There's fighting and violence and hopelessness in the world. And you don't know where you can go. But I'm here to tell you that that isn't so. Here is a brand new show. When there is something inside makes you afraid, then there is something to do. Just challenge some guy to a game till he winks. You find that courage in you Because there is nothing that's greater Than tiddlywinks with strangers Ain't we lucky we got em The Winks Tiddly Winks with Strangers is filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome to Tiddly Winks with Strangers. As it is all the time, I'm your host, Jason Herb. Uh, yeah, um, let me just check real quick. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, he's, d- all right, he's down there. All right, yeah, go ahead down, Brian's downstairs. The following is an urgent message from Billy the Beard. Hello, everyone. It's Billy the Beard. Due to some uh, unforeseen circumstances, I must leave the studio. I am here, but I have to leave. I love you all. I'll try to get back as soon as I can. If I'm not here for the rest of the show, though, don't forget about me. Love y'all. I told you Billy's back. (laughs) I told you. I know that but more than anybody. You know what else? Keeps on. When life throws you a curveball, the winks keeps trucking. The Condor. That's right, Wingsters. Joining me tonight, in lieu of Billy the Beard, is the sturdy, reliable Condor. <laughs> caw, caw. Yep. Welcome back to the show, Kev. It's great to be here, Manic Monday. Well, we got a Manic Monday! <laughs> it is a Manic Monday! <laughs> it certainly is. <laughs> well, I mean, like, we did the Friday show. Well, no, we did the no. Taco Thursday Taco show. Thursday, first one. I accidentally called it Taco Tuesday. In the app, I think one time. Really? One time I don't I, recall that. One time I fucked up. <laughs> I'm human, awesome. so sue me. <laughs> but I, uh, you know, Big B wasn't able to be on. No. Billy wasn't able to be on. No. Although they, they were both scheduled. Yes. How many times has Billy been scheduled? Yeah. And something comes up. Shit happens. Life gets in the way, and uh, that's the way life is. You know, he. We get gray hairs, you know. One of the main reasons I want to do a manic Monday. Is for Billy. Yeah. But like I said, shit happens. Like well, he, he said. He never makes the Manic Mondays. Shit happens. No, it's it's usually you and me. He does a Wacky Wednesday. 
but I'm thinking we, I mean, I don't want to let myself down. Yeah. So I'm doing a Manic Monday anyway. Alright. I got the condor along for the ride. Yes. And I'm probably going to do a fucking Friday. I don't know. I, that's that sounds. That I mean, sounds after cool. the Wings came back from its hiatus, I did a manic Monday and a fucking Friday all in one week. Yeah, we've done multi-episode weeks. I was planning on a Friday anyway because I'm pretty sure I could get, I can get Barry for yes. Friday. Yes, <laughs> Billy's not going to be around for a Friday because Billy's going out of town again. He's got a wedding. He's staying in America though. But uh, anyway, as they say, Winks goes on. Obla di obla da. Yeah, that song was written about us. Yes. Yeah. But, uh, tonight we're going to be talking about stories. Stories. That's, that's what we do on the wings, you know? It's 90% nonsense. It's 90% nonsense, 10% stories. Yeah. Thank you. That's why tickets are free, because, you know, what yeah, are they well, coming in here for? Yeah, we got a good walk-up business. Not like I'm putting on a show or anything. I don't know what's going to happen on June 3rd when Haley Joel Osment comes in the studio. We've been excited. Bitches are going to go nuts. <laughs> well, he's not looking too good. These we're going to sell out of uh, tickets that day for, sh- for sure. No, is it true we're going to have the Liz- little visitor shirts? We're printing those up? Yeah, but it's only for um, premium members. Oh, so they have to flash like ID, like uh, proof of purchase, so to speak? Um, well, I have a list, a master list of all the people who, uh, who subscribe and are part of the cup. The Wings Cup. (laughs) Because they get flicked into the... I like that such special When, when you join the Wings Premium Membership, you get flicked into the cup. You're a member. (laughs) Like a tiddlywink. I love it. I love that. And so, like, I have a list of everyone who's in the cup. The cup. Everyone who pays their monthly dues. And, uh... If you if you pay your monthly dues, you get a little visitor T-shirt with little visitor, which you know everybody knows was one of the best Walker ups of all time. Yeah, definitely, it was heart wrenching. It was uh, it was a thriller. Featuring Haley Jolas shit as the little visitor, uh, he was um, what was he an orphan? Yeah, he was an orphan. No, his mo- didn't his mom have AIDS? He had AIDS. From his mom, his mom <laughs> oh, died yeah. of AIDS, and then he was an orphan. Yeah, he was an orphan. And so Walker, Walker took yeah. him under his wing, and you know, made his last remaining months pretty good before he died. Died of what? AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, he said, "I'm a man now, Alex. Alawiwakwi, <laughs> which is Cherokee, Cherokee for little visitor. <laughs> I'm going to hell. I'm going to hell." So for two ninety nine a month, you get a T-shirt of Little Visitor in his tiny kid coffin. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Christ almighty. I didn't think you'd go there. I'm not going there, dude. This is what the network's giving away. And standing at the coffin paying the respects <laughs> is me, yep. you, yep. and Billy the Beard in black suits. Oh. And you guys have your heads bowed because you're trying to be respectful yeah, of Little Visitor. That's just not... But I'm looking directly out of the shirt. Saying in a word bubble, Manic Mondays. Breaking the fourth wall, and that is a, a macabre shirt. Pay respects, but Manic Mondays. Would you flick? Hey, boys, would you flick? Well, pardon my French, but I'll be damned. That looks like a flick. If you want to be something on the music scene, then watch Sal Wesco do the Lindbergh Lane. Hey, Bob, your phone's ringing. Oh? What? What? I'm in the back. Oh, my freaking ding ding dong. Oh. Go for Bob. Well, Kev, uh, yeah. we're going to carry on the Manic Monday. Um, we're going to have a good app. I hope so. Because we always do. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's... <laughs> what? It's tough to think of stories, you know? Um, but I think I might have at least one or two tonight. Okay. Thanks to some inspiration I saw in the local news. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm watching 
the local weatherman, right? Yes. And it occurs to me, I haven't told the Winks about the time when I was a younger man. When I was uh, living with Del Vizio. Oh, no, another no, no, Del no, story. No, 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 don't, don't get excited. <laughs> it's not a Del Vizio story. That's fair. Okay? okay? It just takes place during that time period. So, I may have told the Wings before, before I dropped out of college and ruined my life, <laughs> uh, I was a communications major. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Good didn't, field. Didn't know what I wanted to do. It's a broad field, you know? That's, mm-hmm. that's why it works, you know? And I, I was what you might call a dummy. As far as academics. Wouldn't go that far, but okay. No, no, no. no. I'm a very smart person, Mm. but school just, you know. You're not one for book learning. I guess not. Uh, I don't know. Gotcha. Uh, I just hate school, dude. I hate it. It's the confines. Right. uh, The the group think. Right. Gotcha. So, I thought maybe I would... What? You dummies. You're dummies. (laughs) So, I thought maybe I would go into radio... Oh. Which I kind of did. Yeah, technically. Because now I have Tiddly Winks with Strangers. America's number one growing storytelling podcast. Right. Yeah. I thought maybe I'd be a newspaper journalist. Mm-hmm. I took a lot of journalism classes. I took... Uh, I had this one... This is after I left Keystone. I did two years at Keystone and two years at LaSalle University in the ghetto of Philadelphia. <laughs> Prestigious school, shitty neighborhood. Is it the shittiest temple? It's on the same level. Oh, that's bad. They're both they're both like a couple blocks apart from each other. That's bad. Both good schools in shitty areas. What happened is what? Long, long they... story short, yeah. in the eighties, Reaganomics ruined these neighborhoods <laughs> and the neighborhoods crumbled around the schools, but the schools are still there. Don't the schools usually like gentrify? It's not happening. No. I mean maybe next decade. Jesus Maybe Christ. the next decade. Decade. But it's not happening. No. No. When I used to walk to class at LaSalle, there'd be like a bunch of guys hanging out in the corner, and I'd just walk by, and they'd be like, yeah, keep your head down, white boy. Don't look at me. Look at your shoes. Don't look up. Don't look up, white boy. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Look at your shoes. So, you know. A <laughs> couple kids got robbed there, walking down the sidewalk. A couple cars got stolen. It's funny you mention that, because in my time at Penn State, I was in a communications class one time. Mm-hmm. And there was a girl who sat next to me. She was cool. We'd shit, you know, talk the shit during class and stuff. Right. And the one, it was like a Friday. She's like, oh, I'm going to Philly this weekend. I'm going to I'm gonna uh, go check out Temple University. Uh-oh. I, I might be transferring. Right. So I'm like, oh, good luck. You know, I hope, you know, hope the best for you. And it was Monday. We had class again. I come back. She's sitting there. I'm like, hey, what's going on? How you been? Mm-hmm. And she just says, I was mugged. <laughs> Within 25 minutes of walking on campus, she was mugged at gunpoint. Well, I guess I'm not surprised, man. Because you would hear about it pretty pretty often. Uh, but I digress, as also my friend Barry says. I digress big time. This is not about that. But when I was at LaSalle, I took, I took this awesome class. That's where this was going. Okay. I ramble. You listen. It's what we do. <laughs> it was it was this old school like journalist, right? Okay. He he wasn't even like a professor. He just like did this. Did he wear a fedora with a ticket that said press in he it? He might as well have. <laughs> so he worked for the Philadelphia Inquirer, but they were slowly like bumping him out because okay. he was like sixty something. <laughs> His generation isn't you know they're not they're not getting the scoop anymore. They're doing digital media. He's now. a dying breed, but like they don't want to fire him, but like. <laughs> He's getting pushed out, and he's telling us this. Oh, really? Without telling us that. So he's talking like, about we, the you political. You just pick up on it in in the things he's saying about his career and stuff. And I did this in the fifties. I did this, and he, you know, and like we kind of put together like, oh, they're they're trying to phase him out. So he vaguely alluded to like the political machinations of the Philadelphia Inquirer. And, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's hard to say how they were pushing him out and young blood and all. Yeah. This. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't write like they used to. And I'm like, <laughs> this guy's teaching the class. This is where I'm going to cut my teeth. This is where I'm going to learn. You yeah. know, who else better learn from? He wore a powder blue suit most of the time. That's kind of cool. And either a bolo tie or a bow tie. He alternated. Bolo? Was he Texan? No. I don't know anybody from the north who wears a bolo. Nope. And he had like big thick Coke bottle glasses, 
Uh, and like I said, the only thing missing was the, the hat. Wow. But, like, he definitely knew his shit. And I learned a lot from that guy. And he's like, he would start from the basics. He'd make us start from the bottom. He'd be like, here's some names. Here's some facts. You're writing obituaries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Obituary writers start in the basement. They get the facts and they got to write something up. Now write it up and let me see your obits. Like, oh, shit. And then, you know, he would give us, like, little blurbs, you know, and we work our way up to feature stories, just like a newspaper would treat us. Uh-huh. So that was kind of interesting. So I thought maybe maybe I'll do this, you know? Then I thought maybe I'd work in TV or something. Well, as you know, I was the star of a sitcom in high school. That's right, as we've covered extensively here on The Week. So I didn't know, like, what I was going to do. Maybe maybe I'll be the local fat weatherman. You know? Oh, maybe I never pictured Maybe that. I'll pretend I know about meteorology. Pretend? Because they mostly do pretend. The tip is, it's more about your charisma and less about the meteorological shit. It's true. Fact. It's true. Yeah. And maybe I'll read the news. Maybe I'll go to, like, Idaho and start... Start in Boise? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, something like that. Not necessarily like an actor, but a personality on, on some news show. Uh-huh. These are the things you can do with a communications degree. Very true. Um... Or I thought maybe something behind the scenes, but I, I've never been a cameraman or Not a sound, production. sound guy. Like, McGonagall went to school for... What'd you go for to school for, McGonagall? Being an idiot? Okay. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> he takes such a drubbing. Anyway. Uh, so, back to Keystone. I'm in this communications class. I think it's... Um, I don't know. A media class. Something like that. I don't fucking know. Who cares? Nobody does. So, part of, like, the final project was the bitch who taught it signed us all up for, like, a week-long or a couple-day-long internship down at WVIA. Oh, I know that. That's WVIA. Scranton, Wilkes-Barre area public broadcasting station. I'm actually familiar with that. Uh-huh. So, we were working down there. Okay. okay? Each day we went, I think it was only like three days, they had us doing like a different behind the scenes thing there, you know? And I guess, I guess PBS was the only one that was going to let these, this ragtag group of kids in, you know? Renegades. But it was fucking awesome. They fed us every day. They like, oh, here's some pizza. Here's some shit, you know? Like, oh man, awesome. <laughs> like one day I learned how to like work cameras and set up blocking and shit like really? that, you know? Sounds interesting. Uh... There's a popular show where we live. Let's be honest. We don't live in sunny Burbank, California. No, no, we're breaking the fourth wall. The people know where we are, Kev. Oh. We're in Scranton, known for The Office, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, for the fictionalized uh, sitcom, yes. I just say Burbank because, you know, all those shows are filmed in downtown Burbank. No. <laughs> and I thought that would be me. <laughs> but they sent me in for Scranton Wilkes-Barre Public Access. <laughs> That was, oh, that's hard. So anyway, uh, there's a popular show. It's called The Pennsylvania Polka. Oh. And it airs like every Saturday on <laughs> WVIA. Okay. I think you should explain this one to the listeners. I, how? How? Oh, God, it's so great. Well, Pennsylvania Polka is it's like a show. I guess it's filmed live as it happens. Yeah. Because part of my job was to set up the sets for Pennsylvania Polka. Is that where the band would play? Well, yeah. Well, you would only... You would get, like, your typical PBS shows. Sesame Street, Rogers. But those are all pre-recorded. They just throw them on a tape tape reel and play them. Then you have your, like, live shows that are filmed in the WVIA studio. And this being uniquely Pennsylvania and arguably uniquely Scranton. We are the polka (laughs) capital of the world. Uh... It was filmed right there in the studio I worked in. So, you know, I'm I'm wheeling in, like, the backgrounds, the pedestals, the decorations, like, Uh the German flag, whatever the (laughs) fuck it is. I don't know. The guys are coming, like, tuning their trombones and tubas. And then the real magic starts. (laughs) Where they get these people, I don't know. Are there the old people they volunteer i think they do, do they are they on a waiting list is it really desirable to get into for that who generation knows? i think it may be who knows how they get them i wasn't privy to that information <laughs> during my brief time at wvia but the old people start filtering in uh, couples 
dying to dance to the polka all night long. <laughs> all fucking night long. And they're wearing all kinds of crazy costumes like and shit. suits and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you, I had to tell them, like, where to stand for camera blocking. You know, they had to test the cameras because we're going live. <laughs> the polka's going live. Oh, that's awesome. So I'm escorting them in. I'm setting up sets. It, it was a unique perspective. <laughs> but then on my last night, quote-unquote, working there, that's that's when the real magic went down. Oh, let me hear about this. They they let us, or they they needed us, or they let us. I don't know which it was. Um, this happens on every PBS, I think. No matter what area you live in, they interrupt the program and they they want you to donate. Yes, you know, yes, like yes. if you like watching Mister Rogers' Neighborhood, yep. contribute. Blah blah blah. Much like I panhandle on the Winks. Yes, you know what I mean for the premium subscription. And I think they give they give away tote bags too, just like the Winks. Wow, absolutely. I sure took away more than I thought from there. <laughs> Subconscious. <laughs> uh, you know, you know the spiel. I'm pretty sure everyone listening knows the spiel. Mm-hmm. There's always some guy, and he's asking you to donate to continue funding public yes. access. And in the background, are people answering phones? Oh, right? yeah, the take, fucking take phone the, banks. Guess who was answering phones? No shit. <laughs> oh. This motherfucker. <laughs> right. So like, they really didn't have anything for us to do. So, like, they gave me this blue button-up with the PBS logo on it, <laughs> WVIA, and they're like, wear this. And I had to, like, button it up and tuck it in, like, what's going on? So, like, you guys are running the phones tonight, all of you. There was, like, <laughs> ten of us, ten students, you know? Uh-huh. And there are a couple other people. I don't know where the other people come from. Yeah, I just, I've never met somebody. Who... Yeah. So they set us up, like, on the rafters. You sit, like, yeah. you, you know. I know. <laughs> you know well, the know. setup, right? Yeah. And they're like, when, when the calls come in, you have to take their name um, a number to contact them and how much they want to donate, and then we process the payments later. So I didn't really have to like run credit cards. Oh, right? that's it's good. very simple. Yeah, because you just want to get the people to commit, and then they go back later and call them and get their fucking money. Gotcha. Just like the winks. <laughs> but uh, so you know, it was pretty simple. And then there's like this tool guy standing on the rafters who's who's asking for the money, you know, and uh, he featured me. You know? Oh, he went over. He's like right in front he's of you. Like, he's like, you call today. One of our fine volunteers, like this young man, and he put his arm around me, and I'm on the phone talking, just like you're supposed to, oh, like you see on God, TV. And I'm awesome. like, uh huh, uh huh. This young man will take your call. And I'm just <laughs> writing down, you know. So, you know, it just it happened like as it as the show happened. So like they would just cut in throughout an entire pre-recorded broadcast of mm-hmm. Sesame Street. And we just would have downtime, and that's when I'm eating my pizza or whatever. And they're like, all right, 10 seconds to air, you know, you got to get back in. And then the guy starts talking again. And uh, I had told, I made the mistake of telling two of my friends, one of them was Del Vicio, <laughs> that I was going to be on the air that night. Okay. You know, I'm going to be answering the phones. So he's like, I'll fucking watch you. Right? <laughs> he's totally, just going to watch Totally me. blocked it out. Phone rings, right? And I'm like, uh, w- WVIA, how-, how can I help you? Or whatever I'm supposed to say. They tell me what to say. And I hear, it's me, motherfucker. Yeah. Don't say anything or react. <laughs> Just listen. <laughs> <laughs> it's Del Vicio! Found him! Holy shit, right? Yeah. So I'm like, Yo, and I'm on TV. Like, I'm visible. So I don't, I don't react because like I don't, I don't want to get in trouble, you uh-huh. know. I don't want to ruin this guy's shot because it's live. There's yeah. no multiple takes, <laughs> you know. So I'm just listening, and he goes, "It took me an hour to find you, you little bitch." <laughs> <laughs> he's been all of his yeah, time. he's like, when you call the one eight hundred number, you go to one of. 20 operators or however many are there and every time they answered it wasn't you i would just hang up and call back and now i got you you bitch and i'm looking at you on my screen right now so don't you dare react and i'm like yo i won't because he's gonna throw a knife at me when i get home when i get home i'm gonna get it worse again i don't want to get it worse again i just walked into a door again (laughs) silly me but uh so, like, he had the screen on, he's watching me, he's just talking to me from his dirty recliner, I imagine. <laughs> oh, God. There's a woman tied up in the background. And he's like, um, he's like, now, to prove this is a live broadcast, I want you to look at the camera and just give a little wave. Nothing dramatic, just a little wave. So I look up, 
just wave a just little and he's like up. just saw you wave now i know it's legit <laughs> here's he here's what you're gonna do <laughs> <laughs> so creepy yep uh he's like i'm gonna say some nonsense and you have to not laugh on live TV. He's like the Saw guy, you know? Awesome. We're gonna play a game. <laughs> I just wanna hang up, but I know he'll just call until he gets me again. This is Del Vicio. Yeah. Del Vicio always had me under his teeth. He's a loose cat. Just like the Wings, right? So, like, I don't even remember what he was doing, but, like, he was just, like, saying nonsense, you know? Was it, like, obscene stuff? Yeah, it was just all, all walks of life. So he's just, like, pig fucker? Like, yeah. So he's just saying like typical Del Vicio shit. He's like, lifted up, lift, lifted up the ceiling tile, watched our neighbor having sex with that cheerleader girl. You know that, you know that one, he brought that, it back. that one from the table. <laughs> like what? <laughs> the one that sits at that table across from always like, I should fuck her. But then he was fucking her instead. <laughs> he's just telling me stories, and he's like. I heard uh, I heard Chub Rock and Daddy Longhairs rocking out next door earlier. Chub Rock and Daddy Longhair were our neighbors in the dorms. Okay. Don't know anything about them. Don't know their names. That's they all you knew their names. They kept to themselves. They were very strange kids. They kind of reminded me of um, what is? Did you ever see the X Files? Yeah. The Lone Gunman, I think they're called, or something. Yeah. It's like three dudes who are really weird and quirky who help Mulder. Every now and then he checks in on them, but they're like nerds. And so that's these guys. They know a lot of stuff, yeah. And we didn't know their names, so we called them Chub Rock and Daddy Longhairs. I like it. Because it described them. Chub you can imagine what they looked Chub like. Chub Rock, yeah. Yeah. And he'd be like, they, they had, see, I'm going on so many tangents on it, <laughs> but this is just triggering so much. Stay with me, Winks. Um, they had this girl that they shared. Oh, God. It was like 6'2. And it was as wide as, uh, it was like 6'3 wide. 6'2 six, <laughs> yeah. tall, 6'3 wide. It was a circle. It was huge, right? It looked like Earl Sinclair from Dinosaurs. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. And this girl would, like, go in their room for hours and then leave. And the mind would wander. And, like, that, that part, Del Vicio wasn't able to lift the tiles up. He didn't have full, didn't, like, 360 yeah. access to all the areas. Just the one neighbor, it was really easy for him to get in. But, so he could never check in on it. Oh. Sometimes you could hear him, like, laughing and giggling through the walls, you know? Oh. And we called her Fat Sauce. <laughs> fat Sauce? <laughs> My fucking Fat Sauce is in there with Daddy Longhairs oh. and Chobrock again at the same time. What are they doing, Jay? What are they doing? Oh, and he's dude. just telling me all this shit on the phone. And I'm like, yo, I really gotta go, dude, because... <laughs> I, I'm gonna get in trouble. <laughs> he's like, I see you trying to laugh. Don't you fucking laugh. You know? I love how serious he is. So, like, that was kind of ridiculous. But then he hung up and he's like, see you when you get back, fucker. <laughs> That's how he talked to Yeah, yeah. yeah it's so threatening. Oh, my God. So, you know, that was it. And then we went off the air and that was the end of my my TV shit, you know? But it was funny. I was gonna say, that's good. It's good. It was funny. Makes it, he makes it worth it. Uh-huh. Pennsylvania polka, though, for the folks out there who don't know. Holy balls. Uh-huh. Do you want to see old people bumping around to clarinet music? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I don't wings! I am anisomatic monkey! Anisomatic monkey! Anne of Green Gables was made possible by contributions to your PBS station from viewers like you. Thank you. Jesus Christ, Kev. I sure went around the world in that story. That one, we covered like five different topics of Man. conversation in that one. From Del Vicio to Polka uh, to uh, the Temple University. Not being, allowed to, not being allowed to walk through that neighborhood being a white kid. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there. <laughs> uh, a lot of stuff to unpack. Your, your fat friend or your, your roommate's fat girlfriend. Fat sauce! <laughs> fat sauce. It was, it was fat sauce! Fat sauce is visiting him again. <laughs> What's wrong with my life? It's cruel. It was fat sauce. Um, yeah, it was. I don't know. I usually don't ramble that much in my stories. Nah, no, nah, but it's fine. It's fine. Um, it's manic. But it was manic We're Monday. Living up to the dream. It's a lot of stories in one. Yeah. But uh, you know, you being established Winks co-host and hell of a good guy. Yeah. And a taco. It's time and a for your story 
Okay. All right. What do you got? I have the story of Cartman and the... Wait. What? Go ahead. Cartman and the Rusty Hatchet. (laughs) Or it may have been a tomahawk. I'm still not sure. Wait, like South Park? Yeah, there's a guy we called Cartman. Okay. Because he was short. Like, he was like 5'4", and like really wide. Like, And he kind of had like the the features. Like, like he was a Cartman guy. Right. So I'm going to go back. This one was when I was in 10th grade. I was a sophomore. Okay. Now... I was a uh I was played baseball, I was in a band. Right. We, Winks knows. I worked on the weekends. I was a busy fella. Yeah. I didn't have time for girls. I was too busy having fun. Oh shit. But in tenth grade I was in a music appreciation class and there was a woman there. Okay. She was a woman, she was eighteen, she was a uh a senior, and she was also the head cheerleader. What Yes. <laughs> yeah. So during the course of this year, in this music appreciation class, I was like, you know, I didn't talk to her much or anything. Like, the the class was full of hooligans, so I got put in the back row with her because we were the good students. Yeah. And we just started talking. Turns, I come to find out, she is dating the catcher of my baseball team. The backup right. catcher. Who we called Cartman. Okay. Why'd you call him Cartman? Because he was like 5'4", and he was like fat. Okay. And he'd be like, eh, eh. And he was also in like theater. Like he did the drama club shit. Right. So he was was Charlie Brown in the play, You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. He was the Brown. He was the Brown. Wow. So when he'd like get a hit or something like that, we'd be like, You're a good man, Charlie Brown. (laughs) That's good shit. shit. So actually, I'll tell a little aside here. He had the greatest play I ever saw in the history of baseball. Okay. He was in one game catching. Okay. And there's a play at the plate. Okay. The ball comes. He has it. He's trying to get. It. He holds it in his bare hand. Right. Kid slides into him. He blocks the plate, and with the ball in his bare hand, punches the kid out. Right. He just punches him with the ball to get him Holy out. Holy shit! I enjoyed it. it. He was intense. He was intense. That is intense. So anyway, <laughs> me and this girl start talking. Next thing you know, we hit it off. Me and her are like, whoa, I like you. I, I like you. No way. Yeah, it's like, whoa. It's Ooh, Kathy's gotten the head cheerleader. Next thing I know, she's coming to like my lunch period and like hanging out with me and my friends. I'm like, oh, wow, this is cool. Whoa, and, man. Um, whoa. Yeah, so <laughs> I didn't know. Like at this point, I realized she's dating Cartman. But no I don't way. want to tell Cartman like, hey, I'm macking on your girl. Why is she dating Cartman? Because they were in drama club together. Because she also did that. Oh, man. So, <laughs> one day she comes to one of our baseball games. Mm-hmm. And after the game, she starts talking to me. Okay. Cartman is miffed, to right. put it mildly. Right. Why are you talking to him? Why are you talking to the condor? This isn't cool. So she tells him, like, I kind of like the condor. <laughs> And a few days later, her and Car- she broke up with Cartman. Damn! So, I have my chance. I'm like, oh, things are going really well. Yeah. She likes me. I like her. We we started, uh, like, we went out a few times, hung out, hung out with her one friend. And then she goes, I have a dance recital. Because she did dance. Okay. She's like, I have a big recital coming up, and I'd like you to come. Right. I'm like, yeah. And I got my best friend. I'm like, dude, let's go. Let's go with her. She's going to drive us and everything. He's like, oh, okay. It's something to do on a Friday night. <laughs> so we get to this recital, and in the seat next to me is Cartman. Uh-oh. And he's sitting there, and he's like, how are you? <laughs> I'm like, I'm doing well. I'm like, I, I didn't expect oh, to see you here, Cartman. And he just looks at me. He goes, well, I had these tickets before she broke up with me. So he he followed through. Yeah, he's like... Jesus Christ, he followed through. I'm like, oh, well, you didn't have to come. I'm right. Like, You're not with her anymore. And he's like, you think I'm giving up that easy? He's going to win her back. That's his whole plan. I'm like, no, no. I'm like, I'm younger. I'm hotter. I'm more virile. Yeah. Look at me. Yeah. So we, we go... I sat through a dance recital when I was 17 years old. Or 16. What was I? 16. <laughs> so afterwards, we're all outside. I met her parents. Oh man! And they, things are happening quick. Things are going quick. They're like, "Oh, it's nice to meet you, Condor." <laughs> right? <I'm> like, oh, <laughs> they called him. They called him Condor. Well, they thought my best friend's name was Frodo for some reason, oh, like the Lord Jesus of the Rings character. Christ! So we're hanging out, talking, and she goes, "Oh, everybody, we're gonna go out and we're gonna go get something to eat now." Right? Like, oh, cool. I'm like, I'll come with you. She's like, "Oh no, Nikki, my friend is coming with me. You and you and Matt, my friend, you guys are gonna ride with uh, Cartman." 
Why? That's what I said. I'm like, why? What? I don't want to eat with him. What? Yeah, well, Cartman's like, you'll get the back seat. Okay. I'm like, okay. So I open up I open up the back door, mm-hmm. and on the back seat is a rusty hatchet or tomahawk. Wait. <laughs> yes. What? Just sitting there. And I know Cartman's not an outdoorsy guy. Why does he have a hatchet? So I look up, I'm like... This kid is unstable. This is the <laughs> same kid who punched a kid out during baseball. Yes. So I look up, he's getting into the driver's seat, and I see his eyes in the rearview mirror. I'm like, just watching Yeah, I'm like, should I move this? He's like, oh, you found that? Like, he was out in the open. He's like, yeah, you can just place it on the floor. Oh, man. So I'm like, oh, okay. I just put it in the floor, and we're driving. Not a word is spoken between baseball teammates at this point. Okay. And, like, all he mutters at one point, he just goes, we were pulling up to the place, he goes, bros before hoes. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, message received. Yeah. So we get out. No hatchet here. We go into this restaurant, and we're sitting, and he sits across from me. She sits next to me, and she's, like, cuddling up next to me. She her feet. She's playing footsies with me and shit. Whoa. And, dude, I swear to God, the entire time, Cartman is staring at me. Jesus Just like, Christ. that's my life. That's what I want. That's heavy. And, dude, I've never been God, so uncomfortable... Awful. Because, like, okay, so we eat dinner, we're chilling out, we're talking, we're leaving, and Cartman goes, Kevin, am I taking you home? Mm. like, oh, no, no. He's like, oh, I could just drop you off, it'll be no problem. I'm like, no, that's all right, that's all right. And, you know, the girl, the cheerleader jumps in, she goes, oh, no, I'm going to take him home. And, like, this is when he got insistent. He's like, Uh no, I'll I'll drop him off, it'll be okay, we'll have a guy's time. I'm like. It's getting weird. Exactly. So then, like, Frodo jumps in, he's like, no, you can drive me home. Cartman's like, no, no, I, I'll drive. Ke-. Like he's very insistent. And at the, I want Condor. This is when I whispered to her. I'm like, he has a weapon. Yeah, did you? I did. And she's just like, okay, we're going. We'll see you later, Cartman. And like we all just went with her friend. Okay, she and, saved you. Yes. And Cartman stomped to his vehicle. He no. Wanted, yeah, he wanted his authority, and he <laughs> he peeled out with like mean mugging us the whole way. The hatchet. The entire way he mean mugged us. He never played baseball again. Quit, really? Quit the team, never came back to baseball. What? Didn't want anything to do with me. What? Yeah. And uh, this girl, she broke up with me about two months later. Right. Because she said she was going to college. and It was just a fling. It was just a fling. but uh, A fling with the head cheerleader. But I, I saw Cartman the next year, and I said, dude, that could have been you. And he didn't forgive me. Really? Nah, he's still... He was so pissed off. Jesus Christ. But he was going to chop me up into little bitty pieces with a rusty fucking hatchet. Do you hatchet. think he was gonna? What else was he gonna do? Well, why he... would he why was he so insistent to take just me? He's not when he had a weapon of, of war. Murder. He had He's a not weapon... gonna ruin his life. He had over a weapon a of war in that car. He was hurt. He was a jilted lover, and he was going to kill me. You don't think he was just gonna scare you and try to fuck with you? No, that's that's what the initial ride was. That's why he let me see it. He's like, This is your future. He's not a sociopath. He's not gonna murder you. I don't... I don't. Why, know. why don't you? You don't know Cartman. I don't know him, but it just seems like that's a very unlikely. Think about it, how scenario. unstable you are with hormones in high school, and this guy just had the love of his life break his heart for his teammate. I guess who he doesn't particularly like. I mean, it's not an ideal situation to be getting no. back in the car with the hatchet and him being. Why so was he insistent? insistent? Yeah, he's like, "Oh, come on, I'll drop you off. Come on, it'll be great. I agree. Oh, there's a lot of sh- there's a lot of loose dirt around here for a shallow grave. Like, what the fuck? Maybe he was just gonna take a finger. <laughs> Who knows, man? Um, Good thing you didn't find out, though. A very special episode. Would you flick? Cocky. I guess you can make a sandwich. 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 Sandwich, Kevish. Sandwich. I guess you can make a sandwich. I'm Batman. <laughs> what happened, Kev? I was almost murdered brutally. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, we're having a lot of fun here on the wings tonight. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what happened. I was almost murdered brutally. Yeah, by a rotund Cartman esque character. But as you know, that's a. It's time. Every good winks comes to an end. But not before. What do we do? Last story. Last story. Talking about, talking about, last story. Mm-hmm. As with all winks, this is Kevin. Mm. It takes place 
When I was a younger man. It was an nice. ominous one. Oh, it kind but, of was. But, uh, all right, so, you know, younger. Uh, if I remember correctly, that, this is a vivid memory for me. It went down, like, third or fourth grade. Okay. So, like, nine, nine or ten. Okay. At this time, I had a, a little friend, and I do mean little. Uh-huh. He was very short. And he goes by the name of Tui. Is this the guy you shoved into lockers? No, no, no. That's, that's, uh... I don't remember the name I re- re- named him on the Winks, but it was a totally different kid. Okay. Uh, I I protected his identity on the Winks. I don't yeah. remember what the name I used was, but no, this this I'm not gonna protect his identity. Tui. Tui Meyer. I'm just gonna oh, put wow. it out there. Holy balls. Okay. <laughs> named after his grandmother, Tui. But he was a guy. He was a guy. So it's like I think cat. it was her maiden name or something, oh, you know, like okay. something like that, because it was it was such an outstanding name, you yeah, know. Different. Tui, T O U, H E Y, Tui. Not Chewy. Nope. Tui. I should have protected his name, Kev. Why? I don't know. I just put him out there. Well, we, we any name I made up wouldn't be the same as his real name. We like, protect that's an the names of the name. innocent, so this guy must not be innocent. He he's, must have done something. He's innocent. He was a good friend of mine for many years. Really? Until we, tight. we grew apart as we got older. Any wedge in particular? No. I think it just happened, man. Uh, but yeah, we used to be really good friends, going over each other's houses all the time. And, yeah. Mom, you dropped me off with toys? <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, like, I'll tell you about this friendship now. <laughs> Shall we? <laughs> all right, so... Tui had a single mom that me and Alex thought was hot. Oh, she was the hot mom of the group. Uh-huh. All right. So, like, we'd probably go anywhere with her. <laughs> but she wanted to take me and Tui to her club, you know? She um joined, like, a gym, and I guess the gym was, like, in the basement. Of, not basement, but in a hotel. So, like, okay. the hotel had a gym, but you could get outside memberships. Oh, okay. It was, like, a little cheaper than an actual gym, like, gotcha. one of those deals. Gotcha. You see them around sometimes. All right. That's where she wanted to go. And I guess she didn't want me and Tui to stay home alone. We didn't really want to go, uh-huh. you know? But she's like, well, come on. It'll be fun. They got a pool. And then you saw a pool. Her, and then you saw her workout gear. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Whatever. This is not about Tui's mom. Oh, Dude, it's not okay. Tui, on the off chance that you're listening... I'm super sorry, man. I don't think it's anything you don't know. Addicts, remember Tui's mom? <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> Tui, I'm sorry. I mean, we are friends on Facebook. I don't really promote the Winks on Facebook. It's more of a Twitter show. <laughs> but, uh, so we went. You know, all right, there's a pool, whatever. Mm-hmm. Get our suits. Go to this hotel. This hotel was in a bustling downtown section of many tall buildings. Okay? All right. So there's a Big lot city. of things around, right? Mm-hmm. All Tui's mom cares about is laying out on the in the yard and getting a sun, her suntan on. <laughs> suntan on! <laughs> now, like, why did we drive all this way so she could just lay out? I need to ask. Is tu- was Tui's mom older, like, MILF hot? Or was she, like, a teenage mom so she was still young? Nah, I guess it was MILF hot. Okay. Weird. Not weird. So, I mean, she just... I mean, there was, like, a lifeguard there. She just trusted me until he wouldn't die. <laughs> she didn't trust that we would, wouldn't would get in trouble, though. <laughs> you scamps. Yeah, exactly. This is shit. what it turned into. This is the tale of the Night of a Thousand Hotels. <laughs> <laughs> so, we swam in the pool for a little bit. You know, that's fun, whatever. Yeah. Fuck it. We're diving for shit. I mean, hey, we're having a great time. You know? And then Tui's like, we got out. We're just kind of like sitting there. His mom's still, she's just like passed out, listening to her Walkman. Of course. That's Walkman, America's headset. (laughs) That's one of our sponsors. That's right, FM radio. Mm -hmm. They want to get that out. Yep. So Tui's like, there's a more awesome hotel across the street, actually. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I have to come here with my mom a lot. And like, she just like lets me do whatever. (laughs) And one time I crossed the street. And it's pretty awesome over there. I'm like, all right. This hotel across the street was a Hilton hotel. Ooh. That's Hilton, the lap of luxury. (laughs) Another sponsor. 
right. No, no, no. no Home no. of Paris Hilton's glory holes. Yeah, well, we didn't know who she was back then. <laughs> That's true. She this probably... is just a luxury yeah. hotel. So no wonder it was fucking fancy. Like, I didn't really understand mm-hmm. what a luxury hotel. I don't know Hilton from the next hotel, you know? But, of course, it had cool stuff. Of course, too, he was right. So he's like, you want to go check it out? I'm like, we can't, Tilly. We'll get in trouble. I love your voice. <laughs> he's like, fuck getting in trouble. Let's go to the Hilton. So we just, like, kind of walk out. What was the game plan once you got to the Hilton? He was going to show me the cool stuff they had. Okay. Once we got, like, he was there before, like okay. he said. I'll show you. Yeah. Come with me. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> we'll get in trouble. <laughs> Whatever. So, like, it's not a busy street. So, like, we could easily cross, you know. Get over there. Automatic sliding doors. Space age. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. So, this particular Hilton layout was, uh, I'm sure you've seen hotels like this. Wasn't that typical. It's like a huge lobby down there. Yeah. And then the floors were like balconies. So like yeah. you'd come out of your room, look down the balcony, and it all looked down into this lobby. Very ritzy. Yeah. You know, lots of gold everywhere. Gilded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's like, leg on a pool, too. <laughs> I'm like, all right. So we like go down to their pool. Now, were you guys just in swim trunks and, like, T-shirts? We put T-shirts on, yeah. We weren't just bare. But you were just wearing swim trunks and T-shirts. And well, yeah, maybe we were swimming at the Hilton. <laughs> Do you know who my father is? <laughs> you don't know who we are, you dude. You know Faber. You don't know who we are. Right. You know Faber. So nobody questioned it, and we're kids. Like, right, you know, right. they figure kids are supervised. All right. They figure. That was where they were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking voice, what am I doing? So. so, we go to their pool. Their pool's like immaculate. It's got water slides. Ooh. It's so much cooler than the stupid hotel across the street <laughs> that Tui's mom belongs to. Um, then he's like, check out this room. So I'm like, all right. So we go through the, the boys' lock, the men's locker room. And while we're in there, Tui just starts rooting through lockers. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the ones that weren't locked, right? And he's like, look, a gold watch. <laughs> you look, a, a fishing cap. Like he's one of like Spanky's brood. Whatever, like that's how you talk when you're 10. Just go with it. <laughs> oh, my God. You know? And so he didn't take anything. He's just like, look at this cool stuff they got here, yeah. you know? Like, we were, we were, it was our introduction into the lap of luxury. <laughs> These were things we don't have. These were things our parents don't have. There's no Rolex just chilling in a locker somewhere. I'm assuming the other hotel did not have a locker room. Well, we didn't root through it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I think we're just retracing his first solo journey. Oh, okay. And he's just showing me, like, all the things he yep. discovered the first time gotcha. he was here, you know? Yep. He's like, look at this, look at this. And then he's like, and look at this. <laughs> the door opens. Big, giant wooden door. And it's a sauna. Ooh. He opens the door. Nice. I'm like, what's that? I never really saw one before, you uh-huh. know? So he's like, it's a warming room. You sit in there and you get warm. <laughs> He didn't, know, he didn't know what it was either. Oh, yeah. is awesome. So I'm like, cool, let's go chill. So we're like sitting on the wooden seats, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's all the, it's all like cooling. And he's like, check this out. And he whips his little dick out and starts peeing in the coals. <laughs> Why? Why? Oh, that's insane. And he's just, the steam is just now out of control. It's just everywhere. There's a faint air of urine in there. <laughs> I was just going to ask him about it. And he's like, that's magic, right? <laughs> I'm like, it sure is, Dewey. I'm having a great time at the Hilton. So we, like, run out of there. There's this big fat guy coming down with a towel, you know, and, like, yeah. he opens the door and just goes in, and we're hiding behind the lockers, and nothing <laughs> happens. And he's like, he's sitting on there with the pain. <laughs> like, I know. And he's like, come on, follow me. So, like, we're just more scamping around, you yeah, know? Yeah. Now, we're, like, in this long-ass hallway, and there's all these, like, laundry carts on the side. We shouldn't be back there. No. But nobody's there. So we're just, like, crawling through the laundry cart- carts, you know? <laughs> and he's like, here it is. And I'm like, what? And he opens these, like, double doors, and it's the kitchen. And there's all these, like, people in there making food and, like... You guys, this is like an 80s or 90s kids movie where they're getting into shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. Like the paper brigade or yeah, something. Yeah, I, like, I mean, except didn't we didn't really, that. like, do anything, but we did. No, you were exploring. We were exploring. Yeah. And he's just like, this is where they make the food. 
come on. And I'm like, what? And we don't go in the kitchen. He was just showing me uh-huh. that he discovered this. Okay. He's going to show me where the food goes, right? The dumpster. No. <laughs> no. We're civilized children. <laughs> so we go back out to the lobby, out, out the hallway, back out to the lobby. And all the way in the back of the lobby is this massive spread of all this food. And there's So a, there's like a, a uh, function going on. No. Oh, no. Turns out, you stay at the Hilton, it's a perma buffet. Oh. Anything you want is at your fingertips. Ah. And the sign there says, this food is for guests of the Hilton only, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And he's like, come on, let's get some hoagies. Because <laughs> we were from Philly, don't forget. Hoagies. And so, like, we just go, and there's, like, there's like those big-ass fancy club sandwiches yeah. with a big old toothpick and an olive Solid and it, yeah. Swiss cheese. And he's like, whatever you want, just take it. Just take it. <laughs> so we're just, like, carrying stuff in our shirts with our wet suits dripping everywhere, it, you know? And he's like, not too much. They'll get suspicious. <laughs> He's an old pro. Two, he's yeah, he an old pro. I love it, right? And so um, we like go back to like the locker room where it's alone. We just like eat our sandwiches, you know, so no one sees us. You eat in the locker room. And then he's like, I saved the best for last. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, cool, what is it? So like on the other side of the lobby, right? We go back and we're kind of just sitting there. And in the lobby, they had these like massive leather chairs. Like the finest leather, you know, you could just sit there and they had like a cigar smoking area for like the luxury men in your life. It smelled of rich mahogany. Yeah, it sure did. It smelled of rich. And um, I look up and there it is. A massive glass elevator that goes to each floor, gently lowering itself down to me and the toaster. And he's like, have you ever seen anything like it? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's all glass, dude, just like Willy Wonka. It's <laughs> <laughs> the Wonka yeah. oh. He's like, we're going to ride it and moon people. I'm like, that's, it's too, it's too much, too. It's too much. And he's like, subtly, follow me. <laughs> so we, we just get on the elevator, right? There was like a couple people in there. They got off at one floor. And he's like, first, we got to take it up to the top. Because for the experience. (laughs) So we take it all the way to the top. And he's like, going down. So we go down, right? And we're coming down. And like, when you get past a certain floor, it just opens up to the lobby. And you can just see it coming down. And he's like, here goes nothing. (laughs) His little tiny ass cheeks, you know? He just presses them against the glass. And we get to the bottom. Like, nobody seems to notice. Uh And we get to the bottom. And the doors open up. And there's like... I don't really know. Like I didn't I guess bellboys are real. Yeah, yeah. I never hops, yeah. really knew. Like this was an actual bellboy. He had like the, <laughs> the hat, hat and everything. <laughs> like it was so weird. Uh. And he's like, "Where's your parents?" And and to he's like, "We don't have any." Uh. And he just go he like runs through the guy and he's like, "Come on, keep up." <laughs> <laughs> so now we're just running through the lobby, right? And we go back through the buffet. He starts just grabbing sandwiches, make a run for it. pickles, uh, whatever, all the fancy ass food. He's got like a jar of gray coupon, <laughs> you know. And we're just running through. We're knocking food over. It is just like a movie. Well, it's like the sandbox. And we just run out the front door. We go like up the block a little bit to throw him off. Yep. Then we cut back over, cut through this little tree area, back to where his mom's suntan is. Ferris Bueller style. Oh, man. Made it. This is awesome. With our feast, you know? Yeah. And he's like, see, that's the cool hotel. <laughs> and he was right. On the wings. Well, you know, like I said, that's the last story, buddy. So, Wink's got to come to an end. Yeah. But that was a Manic Monday for sure. And a fitting last Manic story for a Manic Monday. I'm glad we brought Tui into this. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Makes me happy. Yeah. I was thinking about some Tui stories for a while, and I couldn't really think of anything that really stood out. But then I remembered that... uh, Epic hotel run we made, man. It's it was awesome. fucking awesome, Little dude. rascals. Peeing in, the, peeing in the sauna. Oh, it was great. Uh, but, you know, 
It's just the end of a mini, mini, mini Monday. <laughs> because I'm, I think we'll be back for a Friday Winks. Hell yeah. We'll see how it goes, you know? People want their Winks. You got your Winks. You do Winks. You do Winks. <laughs> I think I do the Winks. I guess I could make a sandwich. I guess I could make a Winks. Winks? Winks? Winks. What is this? Um... But anyways, tillywinkswithstrangers at gmail.com. Questions? Comments? Concerns? (laughs) If you're worried about us, let us know. Uh, Show ideas. Anything you want. Anything you want. Tillywinkswithstrangers at gmail.com. What? Bugles. What? Bugles. America's finger hat. This this week's episode, yeah. Sponsored by Bugles. Apparently, that is one of their slogans, Kev, right? America's finger hat. You saw it on a bag? Yep, you put them on. You put the hats on your fingers. Sword on a bag. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> uh, uh, Winks nose baby at Snapchat. Well, yeah, that's what I'm getting to because oh, it's well, time I for jump it because you're like you know, Well, it's time for this week's s- snap, 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 <laughs> snap into a slim jim. Yeah. We're having trouble with McGonagall, McGonagall. right now. Give us a second here. What what is it this week, Jay? That's this week's. It's this week's Snapchat oh, challenge. Snapchat challenge. God damn it. McGonagall. That was a wonderful fail. That was great. We tried so hard. I'll murder him. He's like hit or miss, you know? Oh, still not <laughs> happening. We're firing blanks. So, this week's Snapchat challenge. Yes. Wink's nose baby, as you mentioned. Yes. Send me a picture. Send me a picture of, uh,. Two precocious kids running through an expensive hotel's Ooh, lobby. That sounds awesome, actually. If you if you even see like a homeless vagabond child stealing from the dumpster of a <laughs> of a exclusive hotel, like the, send me that. Like the kid in Dick I'll take variations. You know All what right. I mean? If you see a fat kid driving a car with a hatchet in the back of it, <laughs> send it to me. Send it to Wings Nose Baby. He's dangerous. Make sure the hatchet's visible. <laughs> if it has a little bit of a patina on it, a little rust, it's okay. And this one's easy. If you see, uh, send me a, a screenshot of someone on PBS asking for money with the phone call people in the background. The phone bank must be in the background. Just take a picture of your TV or something. That's what I want on Wink's Nose Baby this week. We want the guy in the beige shirt looking bland as fuck mm-hmm. with his gelled hair and his JCPenney glasses yep. asking for money. Bonus Snapchat challenge. Uh, if you're from PA, send me a shot of Pennsylvania polka. Ooh, a screenshot. Ooh. You do that, and I waive the premium membership for you, and you're instantly in the cup. I like the cu- I like our name for the special group, the cup. <laughs> All right, so that's big. Yeah, that's, As always, previous big. Snapchat challenges remain open. Get me Chubby Checker. Get me... Get me the balls of a naked ginger dead. Yeah, translucent in skin co- tone. Get me dirty streaks slash yeeks. There's another one. Get me... Oh, an ostrich. Get me an ostrich or an emu. Yes. Whatever. Any Snapchat challenge. Go back and listen in the back, Callie. You, you know the rest. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, send it to me this week. And that's this week's <laughs> Snapchat Challenge! There Nailed it is. It. There Nailed it is. It. You really, you really fucked that up, my god, Uncle. But, uh, you know, speaking of fucked up, every morning I make a winks, I wake up the next day, I look at myself in the mirror, and I say, What am I doing with my life? You'll be out of danger. A fucking tiddly winks with strangers.
Would you flick? Bob, the phone's ringing. Oh, it's it's twelve thirty in the morning. Who's calling now? Where's my glasses? Oh. Okay. Where's my phone? There it go. Who would call at this hour? Go for.